go to King. King will barge over. Will he get it down? Yes, he does. There's the premiership. Wilson runs to the line. He's got Buxton with him. It's been put on the toe. It's going to be to try. Joy Jobson's got the try. Window will get their second. Welcome back to episode two of League Castle, your home of Newcastle and Hunter Valley Rugby League. Uh, I am Chris McPherson. I'm joined today by a man that many Newcastle Rugby League fans and players would know. He's uh, probably best known from uh, being a celebrity on Bali First Dates. He's also known as Brett Dallas and Rowan Kelly's love child. Josh Nielsen, how are you? Yeah, good mate. Thank you very much for joining us. Those who don't know, Josh, a, um, a man who's uh, played both the rugby codes. He's uh, spent a lot of his career at, at um, Central Newcastle or Central Charleston, as they would have been when you started out there, Jotty, and uh, had a little cameo over at Southern Beaches as well. So you're, you're well known in the uh, rugby circles. Yeah, I did, mate. Probably not, the, probably not so much for my footy as opposed to anything else. But no, mate, yeah, No worries, and of course we can't miss, uh, obviously, you know, you, you've travelled travelled the globe too. Was it Gateshead Thunder? It was, like Gateshead Thunder, uh, currently Newcastle Thunder, I think the Newcastle Falcons uh, rugby union board and got on after I left, straight up to the coin, um, when, I, when I left the country. Um, so the Falcons <laughs> were the Newcastle Falcons, they were quite successful, but actually, I think they... Well, they freed up some coin, were they paying your bar tab, were they, mate? Read into that what you will. Much like my domestic career, mate, just littered with trophies, sort of success. Um, and I had, I had a year over in uh, in the Island Paper Rugby Union as well. Some days, well, I actually did win a trophy in the Miami Miami Open Premiership, but uh, over in the Island. But uh, yeah, I suppose it's kind of like that. Uh, that girl you sort of made hooking up with the goat school on Central Coast and don't have Facebook. Like no one sort of knows about it, but it happened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it happened. In inverted commas, I like it. Uh, yeah. But um, also well known, mate. Um, you know, a bit of media, like amateur media stuff. I suppose you might call it Butcher Boy TV was a good hit when it was up and running. So, mate, any chance of that making a comeback in twenty nineteen? No, mate. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, that's one of the great, uh, the great Rowan Kelly. Um, that can be no Yeah, okay, I see, mate. So um, th- th- this will be your media appearance for this month. I like it. 
and, and I'm pleased that you can join us, mate. We probably should uh, stop talking about you, mate, and uh, get on to some footy. Uh, yeah, yeah, I thought, what do you mean? Oh, anyway, yeah, Josh, Josh Nielsen Castle, I like it. No, that, that works too. Yeah, exactly, mate. So we might jump in. We'll jump into the Newcastle Rugby League. It's an exciting time of year, mate. Uh, the season kicks off this Saturday. Uh, we might have a look. We'll just have a quick run through the teams, mate. And uh, probably no better place to start than uh, your club, mate, the Central Newcastle Butcher Boys, as is their current iteration. And, um, mate, uh, do you want to have, us a, have a run through, mate? You've, you've got the finger on the pulse, the uh, gains and losses. How are they looking for 2019? Yeah, mate, um... Obviously, it was publicised uh, late last year that Cade Snowden had signed on as well. Uh, yeah, Cade Snowden's up there, yeah. yeah. From Belmont oh, South, right. Josh Allison from yeah. West. Um, yeah, and, and, and Josh Another interesting one was uh, Tim Bridge that brought down from the Scone Thoroughbreds. He did quite well up in Group 21 last year. He's an outside back, so it'll be interesting to see how he hits the ground. Uh, like you say, they obviously lost Terence to. Uh, he's gone down to the Wyong Roos, which makes it puts a bit of a hole in their in their halves. And I'm hearing that uh, their skipper Ethan Cook might move in, move into the six jumper. It might need to be uh, stretched out a bit for Cookie, but um, he'll do a good job there. Yeah, he's, not, he, he's definitely got the hands. Uh, that's kind of a, that's sort of silky body, but he's definitely got the hands. say obviously the back line will be the question it'd be interesting to see i spoke to ethan cook during the week and he sort of touched on uh there's some young guys coming through obviously cam anderson was quite good last year and he may battle for that one jersey uh kyle kingston who played reserve grade he's played well in the trials i'm told so uh you know obviously they've, they've got those guys and some options there and maybe one of the keys for them is probably going to be uh, young young bryce kennedy at nine so obviously comes from some pretty good stock and uh we'll look to see what he can do he's got a bit of first grade experience over the last couple of seasons and um, yeah, for a young guy, he's probably got a few caps already to his name. Uh, probably got thrown in 
a bit before uh, many might have expected, but he'll be a key this year in that spine, as we'll be sorting out that one. I think that'll be a big, big key for them if they can get a good one that can play off the back of that big forward pack. Um, it'll certainly go a long way to helping them out. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I think that's right. With to the Lake Macquarie, uh, the eastern side of Lake Macquarie rivals, Lakes United Seagulls. Uh, they've, they've lost a few players. They've lost Josh Charles up to Cessna, who's quite strong for him. Cody Robbins uh, has gone to the Scorps. Nick Newman's gone over to uh, to England to play for, to, for Coven, Coventry. Yeah, I certainly think so. Um, and obviously, as we touched on just before, they have lost uh, Junior Rokika to uh, to the Butcher Boys up the road there. Um, they've picked up Jaron Costello from... He was playing over in France with Villeneuve and uh, Nash Birch from the Knights. Um, but I, I think a lot's going to come back down to the guys that, that stood up for them last year, which will be the likes of, uh, you know, uh, Sean Boss and Daniel Peck. I think Daniel... Yeah, Bossy's obviously got some good New South Wales Cup experience. Daniel Peck... Mate, he was an absolute standout for them. He was a fine last year. And then their young guys, you know, John O. Walsh, Aaron McGrady, these sorts of guys. Um, Interesting to see, mate. Obviously, the man that steps in to replace him, uh, mate, he's uh, renowned around Lakes. He was a big body, big body back for the Mags, and uh, has been around carrying carrying water bottles. Uh, I know when I played there, he um, he carried water bottles and probably watered himself more than he watered the players. But you know, he's been he's been in the club for years. He bleeds blue and gold. He's been involved with the Belmont Sharks Juniors. So, well, you're not going to get a bloke that's more passionate about Lakes. Um, certainly are, and I've been paid highly for this next comment. Uh, I'm told Tony Delaney is the best ground announcer in, in the real NRL, so, you know, he's got a lot, lot to live up to there, big time. Oh, yeah. he, 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 he's my inside man there that's giving me all the goss, so I've got to give him a wrap, you know. Yeah, no, Tony's great, though. He's been around a long time and does do a pretty good job on the mic. He's uh, 
a bit like yourself and I, mate, though. He's got a head for radio, I think. Yeah, exactly. Moving, moving along, mate, we might jump up into the wonderful world of the coal fields and might have a look at the Cessnock Goannas, mate. Um, they've had a fair change of staff. They've um, Obviously, as you said, Toddy Edwards is headed up there from a, after a year by the lake and uh, nearly steering lakes yep. to, a, to a, a major premiership. Uh, that's obviously one of their biggest ins. Uh, in terms of outs, though, let's have a look. Royce Jeffries, he's gone back home to the Scorps. Uh, Chanel Matiati is taking a year off. Riley Brown's retired. Al Lantry's gone to West. Kurt Warden, as we touched on before, he's gone to Central. Cody Brooks has left. And Jake McNamara has departed back home to Port Macquarie. So a lot of experience going out the door there. Uh, yeah, a lot of good players there. A lot of, a lot of really good players. Um, but, I mean, in saying that, you know, we're all on the path for a last year and they, and they sort of still, at times, struggled. That's not so interesting to see. And like they haven't played since there. Um, Yeah, it's interesting to see. Obviously, um, Al coaching last year it was. Um, you know, I know, I know a couple of times when I, I watch them, certainly some of those bigger names, I don't know. You know, like it's hard to know, as you say, what the culture is. You can only see what it looks like from the outside, like we talked about with Lakes. But it looked like some of those guys might have been coasting a bit. Like they looked like they'd been, uh, you know, at different points in a good paddock. Whether that was, like, I know, like, um, I know, like Carter had had a bit of an ankle injury. He had surgery in the off-season. But some of those guys just, well, they didn't like, look like their heart was in it. They looked like they might have been turning up to, to, to claim the paycheck. And I don't want to have a pot at anyone because it's not easy to turn up week in, week out and perform at your best. But well, they've, they've signed some, some good workers for, for 2019. through their, their ends and then we'll jump on to the next. So they've added Isaiah Cooper Tadavano from Wyong, as you said, Charlesy from Lakes. Steve Waitford's come back to the Newcastle comp from Denman. He's a strong yeah, addition. Uh, Lincoln Smith from Maitland, another good addition. Tavita Cottrell, he's had a year in Union down in Sydney, but he comes from the South Sydney NYC system. And Seton Reid, who I'm, I'm hearing some good things about, he's come down from Noosa, so it'll be interesting to see him in the step up in class for the goalies. But Toddy Edwards will certainly have them aiming for finals football this year. Moving along, mate, we might head a little bit down at the Coalfields. We'll head to their local rivals, the Curry Curry Bulldogs, mate. Uh, the graveyard, it's, it's never a fun place to visit um, as, as a visitor. Uh, It's always nice people, but it's, like, it's a hard place to play. 
Certainly is, mate. Yeah, um, it, mate. You can imagine my, my, my experience up there. I uh, went up as a, as a player for Lakes and as a touch judge and referee, and you know, yeah, you certainly get some inter- interesting feedback, interesting insults, and there's always yeah. that. I think it's. The, I think it'd be. Yeah, excuse me, my, my geography and compass aren't the best, but I think it'd be the northeastern corner. Always has a uh, certain herbal fragrance to it too that just really hits you as you wander down there. So, uh, you know. Neither is going to be pop- neither is going to be popular up there. But like you say, I will say you know once you walk off after the game's done, there's there's a lot of people out there that are prepared to have a beer and a lot of good people involved in that club. And Absolutely. mate, we'll, t- we'll talk about a couple of those in a second. Obviously, um, their their main thing from talking to Jade Porter has been about just building on what they had from last year. They've added in Damien yeah. Bard from Maitland, Kyle Saunders from the Maury Boomerangs who came out of the Manly Twenty system, um, and obviously having Ports back. Well, Ports was talking to me. He said last year he was only really doing the captain's run after he had his ankle surgery and then spending the rest of the week coming good to, just to get himself ready for the captain's run again. So having him back, he's got through pre-season well. We saw what Nagara Barker and Jerome Haynes um, and Tom Nickow could do last year. And, yeah, mate, and you still have one of those like, just, like, you forget what a sort of good player he is because he just sort of battles away in the middle there, but like, how Certainly is, mate. And the old war horse who they missed for a good part of the year last year, Mick Campton, mate, he's chomping at the bit based on his Facebook stuff. And um, mate, he's a scary man off the field, but uh, on the field, but one of the best blokes you'll meet off the field, and mate, just loves that club and everything about it. So, mate, he'll be great to have there. We talk about culture with the other clubs. He'll be great to have there, and he'll be the sort of leader that they that they really galvanise around. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of Coalfields teams, we'll move on to the boys from Maitland that flash new ground, mate. You guys had a couple of trips up there last year. It's uh, mate, it's it's, it's a, a long long way removed from the previous Maitland sports ground. Experience going out the door. Obviously, Luke Dawn and Dane Tills have uh, moved to some uh, more academic positions in the coaching staff with the clipboard. I mean, Luke, Luke was captain coach last year, but um, he was kind enough to give me a little bit of his time today, and we had a bit of a chat. And uh, obviously, lost Adam Clydesdale. He's headed up to Group Twenty One to Scone. We touched on. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, and I, th- I, I think you know by a few points. Yeah, then they've lost Lincoln Smith and Ryan Walsh. Obviously, you know any of those Walsh boys are all talented footballers. So, mate, he was he was quite, he was one of their consistent guys last year. So he'll be a loss as well. In in, ter- in terms of the games, though, they've added some players. Mate, those those names we just read out—they're impossible to replace. But um, 
Now, young Jared Smith, before he uh, did his ACL, I mean, he's not really a gain, but he, he missed all of last year, essentially. He's a, he was a representative nine through the junior ranks and was pushing into the senior representative side straight away. So he, he'll, he'll be, I would expect, almost a direct swap for um, Adam Clydesdale, and he offers that similar sort of creative seven-slash-nine ability, so... Totally agree. They also bring back Pete or bring across Pete Cronin from Curry. Speaking of Queensland Cup players, Marco Delapino, who's a Maitland boy, comes back. He was great yeah, for him before he went away. Yeah, yeah, outside back. Yeah, but apparently, yeah. apparently they moved, moved him into the back rows. You can imagine jumping into that Queensland Cup system. He's probably filled out a little. Um, yeah. And then they've added Matt Award from the Knights, Jaden Butterfield from the Knights. He comes back full time. He's only with them part time last year. And Fraser Price. Yeah. Who was the West Reserve grade halfback last year? Uh, obviously, West had a. Yeah, Brian, Brian, he just lives around the corner for us. He's a good fella, actually. Not, not a bad supporter. Yeah, no, Dawn, Luke Dawn had, had some. Luke Dawn had some big raps on him uh, when I spoke to him. He said, "Look, you know, he's got the he's got the opportunity to really take that next step, and he's got the ability if he's got the belief." So, be interesting to see. Look, uh, Luke thinks they're going to be better for the, another year under his system. As he said, a lot of the players, you go, he sort of said Maitland was a bit more. Not a social club, but they just didn't have that professional, you know, the graded, you know, NRL Super League style coaching experience amongst them um, with the coaches that had in previous years. Um, so those players adapting to those expectations. A few guys had real real troubles with that. And he said he's, they've found their feet now and he really feels that this preseason has been revolutionary compared to last year. And, you know, as he said, you know, all the coaches will say this, but, you know, it's just consistency, minimising that gap between their best and their worst and, and discipline, I mean. As you'd know, anyone can beat anyone on their day in this competition the way it is now with, with the cap and the points. And, um, I mean, the, the difference can be that those men in pink out in the middle, um, if you're on the right side of them, can, can make the difference in a scoreline. Yeah, I understand. No, 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 that's, yeah, like, that's what I assume. Um, the, the, the way that the And, you know, we talked about it off air just before. Um, it certainly is, uh, well, it's been a leveler. It's been a while since we've had, you know, the dynasties of old um, kicking through and, you know, teams winning two and three and four comps on a trot. It's been a while even just between back-to-back uh, winners. Yeah, we, we can't just that way. 
Yeah. Um, and then, and then once you get to the finals, it's not anyone. You can, you can scrape in a fifth spot and, and still make a run at the, you know, grand final. And you know, it's, uh, it's, it's very exciting, mate. It's good. Yeah, exactly right. You've only got to see Maitland there with a shot of the minor premiership last year, heading into the finals and yeah, heading into yeah. last week, and then they, they went out pretty quickly. So, yeah, yeah, so moving on, mate, we'll talk about that team. Mate, they would have had one of their more disappointing years last year, Matt Leentry. Uh, most people around Newcastle Rugby League know him well. He's an astute tactician, and he certainly would have those boys at West Rev back up, and they, I would be very surprised to see them uh, missing the finals for a consecutive year. They've gained a number. They've got Pat Mattiatia joining them from the Knights New South Wales Cup. Alex Langbridge and Dan- Daniel Langbridge from Wyong in the New South Wales Cup. Blake Andrews from Manly's 20s. Luke Casson from North Sydney's 20s. Al Landry from Cessnock. Ryan Walsh from Maitland. And Mao Utah and Junior Fiu from the entrance on the Central Coast. Mate, they've signed a cast of thousands. They've only lost a couple. Ryan Petro and Pete Mannion. They've uh, fallen victim to age and hung up the boots. Jack Johns is headed down to South Sydney in the New South Wales Cup. And as we talked about earlier, Josh Allison to Central, all those games with what they already had, you know, they've got depth in their halves, they've got Luke Walsh, they've got Sam Keenan, they've got Ryan Walker. It's hard, hard, hard to go past West in 2019. Yeah, mate, and that was, you know, it was, I think that was such a shock to everyone last year, what happened, and not least of all them, um, them to miss out. Again, it was, it was one of those things they had, you know, it was pretty tight. Um, yep. But yeah, mate, like, you can't do Obviously, you just got to look at what, what he does for his day crust now with the Rugby League Academy. He's doing some great stuff with coaching. He's all about development of players. And, and yeah, the great thing I look at with Matty, just quickly to take us on a little tangent um, without going too far, is, you know, he's all about with the Rugby League Academy. It's not just about, you know, getting the, the next Joey Johns or Matty Johns or Danny Badiris going through there. He's, he just wants to, you know, help every, every young footballer be the best they can be. Whether the best they can be is, you know, a, a third grade, third grade, you know, winger, or you know, it is, it is to be the next Andrew Johns. He's just all about people enjoying their footy and playing the best they can, um, and, and the, fu- the future of rugby league on, on, a, on a wholesale level, which is great to see. And mate, you won't meet a guy who's much more passionate about footy and doing it the right way than Matt Lantry. Yeah, that's it. Mate. I think yeah, like you say, mate. I, I, I think he'd be incredibly surprised for West to uh, to miss out on the finals again this year. You know, I'd have to finish the top two. Um, Probably, I think, just with that um, experience they've got there. They're yep. across the side, they've got experience. 
certainly think so too, mate. And we'll jump to our predictions in a sec. We've got two teams to quickly fire through. We're getting along in the two, so we'll quickly punch through it. Speaking of, of great coaches and uh, one of Matty Lantry's good mates, Adam Betridge, he is running the rule over Macquarie, another side that would have been very disappointed. They were probably touted as one of the uh, sides to, to go close last year. And, mate, they had a shocker of a run. They've... Um, you know, in terms of who they've signed, ready to go for next uh, for this year, they've got a few players yet to commit, so it's going to be a very interesting, uh, I guess, 2019 for the Scorps. Um, that you know, they've got some big names that we're waiting to see. Uh, none other than probably one of the more you know the blokes that he's certainly one of the most talented footballers I've ever seen. Um, seen running around in Newcastle, and Scott Briggs. Waiting to see what happens with him. Um, Todd Harrell, another one, a very talented footballer, and Ty Alch, and they're all sort of in the air, which is interesting to see. They haven't lost too many outside of that, but they've gained some good names. They've got Royce Jeffrey, we talked about him earlier, Cody Robbins from Lakes, Benny Roos from South Newcastle, a pretty under, underestimated footballer, and Liam Higgins returns from the Sunny Coast Falcons back to Newcastle, as well as Bobby Tracy from the Knights New South Wales Cup. Yeah, go, on, mate. Fire away on Higgo, mate. Sorry, mate. Liam Higgins Yep. Certainly be interesting to see. As I said, obviously, uh, Briggsy and Toddy Harrell, uh, if they can get both those guys back around and, and in line and, and playing, that would be huge um, difference in terms of their yeah. playing personnel. You can't replace guys like that. They've got a lot of good players coming in. But, you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm going to base my predictions on, on those two guys not being on deck at the moment. But, you know, never say never, I guess. And if those two come in, and you know, that, that could be the difference between them running, you know, sixth or seventh and, and winning a minor premiership, honestly, if they're, if they're on, on, on form. Speaking yeah. of teams, mate, that have, that have won a premiership, we might jump to South because we are already probably halfway through where we need to be. Uh, mate, South Newcastle, first of all, they welcome back uh, a guy who, from watching what I did of the All-Stars game, was probably one of the best on ground in Brendan Simpson. They missed him last year but still managed to win uh, a title without him. So you add him back into their side, mate, um, alongside some of their other additions. And South, you know, they're going to be right in the mix again. Yeah, mate, I'm missing, I think there's a few Probably the biggest one for me was Lockie Wormsley. Like he was just, uh, he was comical last year. He said he's down playing with uh, with our city. He's a lower grade there, and you know, he might be top, top grade at some stage. But he um, he's probably the biggest biggest loss for me. He was just out of control last year. Like, he just pop up in ridiculous places and just score the tries for fun. Um, so probably a big yeah, there's a, a couple others they lost. Uh, Harry Van Dartle was a big loss as well. Yeah, Played good in the spine. Yeah, and uh, Henry Henry Penn, mate, during that finals run, mate, he was like, 
he was sort of um, to put it into NRL terms for guys that didn't catch much. He was Blake Ferguson esque in the outside backs. He made a like just hard carries. He came through in the middle. Like, not a big guy, but geez, he's tough as nails. So he'll be missed as well. Um, so yeah, certainly a, a lot a lot will fall to you know some of the more experienced guys. And um, yeah, they've added in a couple of guys. They've added that most like they're not names that I certainly know. Derek Hayes come up from Canberra. Jaden Tarrant from the Manly uh, New South Wales Cup in twenties. Uh, he had a few games at the Blacktown Worker Seagulls last year. James Hanford from Group 3, Tare. And they've signed a guy, Chris Fawn, from St. Helens Academy in England. So they've got some wraps on him. Um, but uh, from talking to Simo during the off-season, he essentially said there's a couple of guys around town that, you know, local boys that have just really stood up, stepped up to another level in the pre-season. Uh, he's talked kind of brown. Luke Higgins, you know, he was one of the best on field, you know, for them in, in, in their back end of the year last year as well. He's a superstar. Uh, Jacob Affleck, he said he didn't get much of an opportunity last year, but um, he'll get a crack this year as he moves in with a couple of those guys moving out the back line. And a couple, a couple of names that you know, you'd know pretty well, mate, from your years playing um, that are supposed to return later in the year, and Tim Christie and Steve Witters, two very gifted footballers. Yeah, mate, Timmy Christie played a lot in reserve, right? I he's coming back from um, quite a bad knee injury the year before, played a lot in reserve, right, last year. Uh, yeah, just sort of terrorise out like he definitely um, he definitely a step above uh, above reserve grade and Stevie Wooders like when he's fit he's you know he's, he's like Rocky Warmby and that he's just always with the beers and he just pops up he's probably the best support player in the comp you know if he's ever half a doctor whenever he's always there he's lightning quick and he kicks goals and he still tries so um, yeah definitely definitely bloke that you want to get footy side for sure Mate, I, I, had, I spent a bit of time in the NT and I had a bloke that I refereed with in the NT sent me this footage. He goes, you've got to check out this young bloke playing in Perth. Send me this video of this, of this game in Perth and this, this young bloke, what the name is Steve Witters, who I obviously knew from Newcastle, absolutely carving up the Perth rugby league. He was put on a clinic over there and it looked like he was doing it in third gear. So, mate, a phenomenally talented athlete and so he'll be, he'll be great to have back. Both those guys will be great to have back on board. And, um, Yeah, mate, so we might just run through, mate. I'm going to run through my ladder, and it's probably a death knell for the teams I tipped to make the top five, but the good thing about having five out of eight making the top five is at least two of them have got to be right. Yeah. <laughs> That's great logic, I love it. Oh, mate, you got to take what you can get. So, mate, I, th- I think we talked about it just before. I've got, I've got a top two that I think, you know, they're going to be the two sides to beat this year. Um, and you'll be happy to know that one of the sides in there is your boys Central. I've got Western Central as my top two, mate. Um, as we said, just that, that fullback role, if they can if they can cement that early, I think Central will uh, go into some good things this year. And uh, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. But like I said, I could be well off the mark, and they could they could both finish seventh and eighth. So, uh, mate, I don't know about you. Who have you, who have you got up the top there? Mate, I'll probably I'll probably uh, back up with West Ham. I don't think South in that next tier, I've got sort of, uh, and you know, again, I'm sort of guessing here, but I've got South in third. Um, I've got Curry to finish in fourth, mate. Um, and then the next four sides, I'm really struggling to separate them. It could be anyone on their day, so. Yeah, it is, it is, uh, it is hard. Um, I, I, my top five, I'd probably, I'd probably go West, South, um, I think, 
Yeah, right. So I've got I've got South Curry Macquarie. As much as it pains me as a bloke who played at Lakes, I've got Lakes missing in six. Um, and then Cessnock and Maitland. But again, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we head into round, you know, the second or third last round and, you know, Cessnock or someone sitting in eighth spot and, you know, two wins could see them up to third spot. I really think I, I, th- I think the race, I don't, I don't know that the minor premiership race will be as close this year, but I think the race from yeah. sort of fourth to eighth is going to be absolutely huge. And, you know, the, yeah. yeah, you'd be very brave to write anyone off. I, I think last year, well, just to base it off someone that we saw, the Herald had Souths, Curry, and Lakes to finish in the bottom three. So we saw what happened there. So Souths and Lakes played in the grand final and Curry weren't far off. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, but, and, you know, like this morning, I'll be absolutely useless as well. So, yeah, so put your, house on, put your house on our wooden spoon tips to win the comp. Yeah, exactly right, mate. Speaking of strong competitions, the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League A grade that kicked off last week. I was down at uh, downtown Waratah. They put on the weather for us. It looked beautiful as they were about to kick off, and then the rain came in. Uh, unfortunately for me, Dwayne Sampson didn't live up to his pre-game pre-game chat of chips and chasers, uh, which was very disappointing from Sambo. Uh, but the Waratah. Great character, Sambo. He once told me that he said, "We have played more football. Played more clubs." Yeah, Waratah were comfortable winners over last year's uh, major premier Shortland, thirty-six to six, and we caught up with uh, Sam Press from Waratah after the game. Sam, good win to kick off the season and the return to A grade. Yeah, it's a great first start for the club to be back this year. It's uh, a big difference playing 80 minutes. A lot of us have come from the open grade comp, which is only 60. But the weather didn't help, and the shorty boys showed up and put in a good effort, so you couldn't be prouder of the effort today. Yeah, certainly. Um, they, they certainly didn't give up. Um, they sort of rustled their team together late in the pre-season, but you wouldn't have known that. They gave uh, plenty of fight against you boys, and you had your work cut out. The margin probably flooded you guys a little. Yeah, the margin definitely tilted towards us at the end of the match, but across the park, I wouldn't say that we were overly exceptional over them. They played well through the middle, but our finish was all right. Our set completion was great. We're at 75% in the first half, and that just influenced the second half where our boys had more gas in them and we could last a full 80. Yeah, certainly discipline. They gave away a few penalties in key positions too, which gave you some back-to-back sets you guys capitalised on. Um, has that been a focus in the preseason, something that Bones has talked about? Yeah, our discipline's been a massive thing. We've, we've trained discipline in defence, discipline in attack. If we hold the ball, if we starve them of the ball, then we're going to perform in the long run. And so obviously apart from yourself and, and the magical Sambo, who's, who's the standout from your point of view for the uh, Cheetahs tonight? Um, our lock, Alia, he put in a great performance again, really tested their boys early in the first half. And you've already heard about him, but Garrison Steele playing at hooker. He's got out, he's questioned their markers and really tightened them up. So it really made us easy for us edge back rowers and centres really to get the ball and find some easy space. Yeah, Alia certainly was really impressive, especially in the first half of the dry conditions. He showed he could take it to the line and ball play a bit as well, which is always handy to have a lock. Um, he obviously had Warren Towers come off with a bit of a, a knock. Um, so Alia jumped into the halves for a bit as well. So handy to have someone who's got that versatility. Yeah, Muck's been great for us this season, or Warren, as you guys called him. Only found out his name tonight. But 
he's just like an old calm head, you know. He kind of plays that Cooper Cronk role where he's just real calm, directs the boys around and gets us to our points and that's all you can really ask from a halfback. What's the plan now? Obviously, um, building into the A-grade season, have you guys set a goal for the year? You know, the finals, is it you know, top of the ladder? Obviously, it'll be interesting to see the result from that other big game tonight as well. Yeah, Alia, um, Sambo and Boney, they haven't really set any long-term goals. Like, of course, we'd love to win the Premiership in our first year back, but they're mainly just focusing on just one game at a time. You know, we've got big opposition coming up in Dora Creek and Belmont South. So if we just want to tick one box at a time and just keep moving forward through to the semis. Those, those next two will give you a good barometer on, um, you know, where you stand if you're coming up against those sorts of sides. Uh, their perennial powerhouse Dora Creek recruited well, so I suppose come two weeks' time you really know where you stand. Yeah, we got Dora Creek down at their home as well, so they were really test us. We played them in a trial and they outclassed us on the day, but a lot, a lot of our team has changed. You know, we've gained blokes that we've needed and we've perfected some of our positions, so it's really positive for our boys. All right, mate. Well, thanks very much. I'll let you go in and join the celebrations. Yeah, thank you very much. Uh, unfortunately, Shortland, they've had a fair turnover of uh, players. And, well, personally, I think they're going to have a bit of a battle to stay up in the A-grade competition when the re-grade happens in a couple of weeks. But we'll wait to see what happens this week. In other results, Dora Creek, mate, they're, they're probably going to be the premiership favourites. And I tipped them to win it last week. Uh, they've, they've added players like Chris Marber and Theron Pearson, who you'd know both of those guys. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so two very handy footballers have come across from Shortland. Uh, they beat Dudley... 20 points to four out at the uh, Magpie Nest on Friday night as well. Uh, mate, plenty of boys, you, speaking of people you'd know, mate, the Magpie Nest is uh, filled with them. Yeah, mate, yeah. Well, I want to sort of, uh, well, which of you boys sort of head up there? Um, sort of you've got, you've got uh, a really good mate of mine, Terry Collins, is the captain coach from up there. Uh, he's like the Sam, he's playing well, two blokes are playing 100 games essential each. Um, and sort of quality football as well. Um, Tommy Morton, going up there for a run, uh, he's like, Yeah, definitely, mate. I think those two will be two of the sides to watch. But Dora Creek ran out when it's 20 to 4 there. Uh, in the other completed game, Fingal Bay Bombora has headed to Cardiff and they won 22 6. And the final game, unfortunately, Belmont South, it's, it's showing up as a 4 0 win at the moment, but we're waiting on a, a decision on that one because 20 minutes into the game, there was a badly dislocated knee for a Woodbury player up at Woodbury and uh, the game was called, which is not what you want to see, mate. You, you like myself, have uh, suffered a knee injury, so it, it hit you in the, in the feels. Yeah. But, um, yeah, mate, I'm, I'm pleased to say of the three completed games, I tipped three right. So maybe I'm better at Newcastle and Hunter Ugly. Maybe I need to go lower. Maybe I need to tip the under sevens or something. Yeah, just works the way up there, mate. Then eventually, you know, that's when your time will be able to pick a top five. Uh, <laughs> we'll just keep practising in the meantime, talking nonsense and see who wants to listen. Uh, all right, so we'll jump, in, jump into this week's results, uh, this week's fixtures, sorry, mate, um, and I'll get your tips. I'm going to throw you in the deep end. They're all Saturday 3 o'clock kickoff. So, first of all, out at Tuxford Park, uh, Shortland host Woodbury. This is an interesting one. Shortland and Woodbury both very different teams. The teams that uh, went round last year and won the A and B grade comps respectively. Yeah, um, I'm probably enjoying there, mate. Um, uh, like I said, I've turned over. I don't know what I'm about the Woodbury side. Um, I don't know Jesse Devon and Kim's boys played out there in Shorty. I know they were up there in Woodbury, but I'm probably too Shorty there. Lovely, mate. I'll go with Shorty as well. Uh, next up is Dora Creek hosting Waratah, mate. This one, both good winners last Friday night. They head out to Neville Thompson over one of them. 
This this place, I don't know if you've been out there in a long time, Blue, but uh, one of the prettiest grounds in Newcastle Rugby League, absolutely yeah, red hot. I'm not, but uh, yeah, this is, I haven't seen a few of the Dudley boys last week up the plate, uh, played Laura Creek, Sambo will be a bit dirty with him, but I'm going to go Dora Creek. Next up, we see Cardiff coming off that first round loss, and Belmont South. Chopper will have the boys fired up, and uh, they'll certainly be looking to, uh, after only getting 20 minutes of footy, and they'll certainly be looking to capitalise and take the two points here at home at Lennigan Oval. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a different ground, Lennigan, to play some footy at, and uh, I think the, the Rabbits will be too strong at home. Finally, mate, for me, it's probably the match of the round, and I'm going to try and trek all the way up to Fingal Bay for this one on Saturday afternoon. It is the Fingal Bay Bomboras hosting the Dudley Magpies, featuring your crew of Central boys, mate, uh, including their superstar Canadian import, Sambo Bruno Collins. Uh, mate, you'd have to be tipping Dudley here, wouldn't you? Yeah, you've got to tip the Dudley boy there, mate. I don't know, that's a big, uh, big, fast trip for them. Yeah, I'm going to go Dudley as well there. I've just realised in, in all of our excitement to get under the Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League, we haven't tipped the uh, Newcastle Rugby League, so we'll jump back to that now just to make a nice flow of it all. Um, and just a, re a real quick tip, mate, because we're getting along in the tooth and we've got a couple more things to look at. Uh, so we've got sat Saturday afternoon, Cessnock versus Maitland. Yeah, I will go Maitland as well. And also Saturday, Curry host Macquarie up at the graveyard. Yeah, I'll go the dogs as well. Next up, mate, Central. Your boys, they host South at St John. It'll be um, uh, it'll be going off there. And um, I think if the Dudley boys win on Saturday, they might still be celebrating and find their way across the ground. So who, who are you going there, mate? Can you go against your boys, Central? Yeah, I told Sim I would tip them. So South, South it is for me as well. And finally, mate, Lakes hosting West at Carlisle. This is always a big one. The, uh, the old rivals, they've had a uh, good rivalry over the last 20 or 30 years. I'm going to go with Lakes, mate, just because it's my old club and as silly as it seems, uh, they've had a good record against West down there at Carl in the last couple. They have indeed, but I think West will be too strong that one first up. I'm glad we could separate ourselves on one of those, mate. So yeah. that, that's a Newcastle rugby league. We'll get back to what we're doing. No, no need to follow a script here. We just do what we want. Um, mate, in, in the B grade, mate, last week, there was um, probably the big result was the uh, Uni Seahorses starring one Jay Rodimer. 50 to 16 winners over the Katara Bears. So that was the standout performance for me. And uh, Uni get my team of the week based on that big win over Katara. And look, if, if Shorty or Woodbury continue to falter in the A grade, they might find themselves up there uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Yeah, I saw Jared Rodham was playing down there at Uni as well. He's a very quality player, surprised. He's been uh, too close to putting the sort of hard thing up for you. But no, he's been playing very well. Yeah, they certainly will. And speaking of watching them, Bar TV Sports have got them as their TV game on Friday night. They host the Walls in Maryland Tigers in a B-grade uh, cracker on Friday night out at the University of Newcastle. So either get down there on Friday night or if you can't, tune into Bar TV Sports for that Newcastle and Hunter Rugby League action. 
Uh, now, I promised a few boys last week that we didn't get into the C and D grade, so we'll have a quick look at the C and D grade comps. We'll just run through the teams. It's hard to know, obviously, with these lower-tier comps, uh, who the ins and outs are and cover off on them. But, mate, C, C grade, we'll have a look at quickly first. Uh, mate, there's a fair spread of teams. Malibula, they were the big winners last week. They won 64-0 over the Kersley Crushers from just out of Cessnock there. We've also got the Aberglass and Ants and the Gloucester Magpies. They clashed last week with the points going to Aberglass. And more but than Abermain are two good old coalfield sides have been around for a long time. Abermain had some tough times with their uh, change rooms and clubhouse burning down last year at the back end of the year. And great, uh, great to see them back on deck. Uh, and finally, Budgie Boy Bulldogs have come up and joined the conference in the Central Coast and the Raymond Terrace Magpies, mate. Um, now, I don't know if you'd remember this bloke, but Brooke Roach, do you know that name? Ponytail. Played, played for the Terrace when they were in grade. and. The, He's been, yeah, mate, I, I think I saw something that he played in like 2000 and, I'm going to say 2002 or 2003 in the Newcastle and Hunter rep team, senior rep team. So, yeah, no. Mate, the only bloke older than him going around in Newcastle Hunter rugby league is, is there's a whisper that Mousy played in a trial for um, Dudley the other week. So, <laughs> <laughs> mate, that's the great thing about his comp, though, is you just get these, these, these blokes, that, and they're all about culture, they're all about the club. Um, just you know, and yeah, blokes like Mousy, you, you won't find him anywhere else but a rugby league field. So, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly right. Run, runs the length of the field quicker than anyone still, but gets a dart in his mouth straight afterwards. Perfect. Uh, and then, of course, we've got the D Grade Northern Conference, mate. So we've got Dungog, Clarence Town, Karua, Patterson River, Stroud, Hinton, Tea Gardens, and Maitland United. Uh, a, a shout out actually to a bloke I used to referee with Simon Chapel. I believe he turns. 51 this year, and uh, he was on the tri-scorers list for the Stroud Raiders last week, so uh, 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 you and I, here we are, we're retiring, we're not even 30, 35 yet, so... Oh, mate, I'm not actually 27, so Yeah, so, mate, Stroud will be the side for me to watch in that uh, competition. They got pipped by Hinton, but, uh, yeah, it's great to see, and it's, it's good that they've split that D grade into a north and south pool, which is really good to see. Um, you see, you know, that way it minimises the travel for the guys, but you're still getting footy in for the guys that still want to keep kicking on. And, you know, the likes of T-Guards and Maitland United really doing well in that competition. Uh, it doesn't really work in terms of minimising travel in the uh, southern pool, though. They've got, you know, Katara, Cardiff, Hamilton. The Hamilton Ducks are a great new addition. Check out their Facebook page. They're, uh, I, I think someone described yeah, them on there as... Um, Yeah, I think I think someone described them as a, um, a, a a drinking group with a football problem. So I love it. Yeah, mate. Uh, yeah, I was going to say you, you'd fit right in, mate. They're sponsored by the Kent, so you know you, you would have spent many a Thursday night there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, but um, they've also got Wanji, Swansea, Awabakul United, and Tall Timbers all the way up from Arimba, mate. They're travelling up to play in the competition this year, so great to see them joining in. And Tall Tim. Welcome to the comp, Tall Timbers. They had a fifty-eight to four win over Cardiff at Cardiff last week. Oh, you're kidding! Yeah, no. All right, so mate, they, they, they might need they might need to go up a grade, but um, mate, we're just going to have a quick look, and all we're going to do here is just I'm going to have a game. I've got a game of the week from each each of those grades. Um, so obviously, B grade was a uni game. So C grade, the game of the round this week is uh, Morpeth versus Aberglassen um, over at the. Uh, Morpeth Oval, or as we're going to, as I'm going to name it here, the bullpen, uh, with yeah. them being the Morpeth Bulls. So there'll be no love lost there. There's a few boys that have gone between the clubs over recent years, and Aberglass on one of the more recent introductories 
to the uh, Newcastle Hunter Rugby League, but they did quite well last year. Their women's team, you know, probably leaves, leaves their men's team for dead, though, but, you know, not, not too much to expect when you've got blokes like Mick Agers and Shane Tupper playing for their men's team, so... Uh, look, I, I think the Ants will get the job done there out at Morpeth on Sunday Arvo, but if you've got nothing better to do on Sunday Arvo, head over to Morpeth at 2 o'clock. It'll be a cracker of a C-grade contest. Beautiful, yeah. I'll the Bulls there, mate. A few, few good contests. We get the Bulls there growing up. A few good mates to play for as well. So I'll the Bulls. It's a cracking old country ground, Morpeth Oval, though, isn't it? Like, it's just mate, oh, the old cricket oval with the picket fence and all that and the nice little timber yeah. grandstand. So. Yeah, there's a few good games actually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in, in the D grade, mate, um, our, our pick this week uh, will be those boys who talked about Stroud. They head over and take on the Maitland United side at that ground you talked about, Coronation Park, also known as the, the Concrete Fortress. Oh. Mate, it's like cement, that ground, isn't it? Where's the key test? That's a shock. Mate, the key test, you'd snap it. Oh. I, 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 I can't say I've played on there. I've refereed on there, and I ended up with shin splints for about a month afterwards, so I'd hate to, hate to get tackled on there. Not, not, not that I ever took many carries in my playing career. Nah, 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 very tough <laughs> yeah, so I, I'm going to go for the uh, the boys from Stroud. Uh, look, at it. hopefully they can tough it out. Chapo is a tough old policeman, so he should be he should be used to a few knocks on the noggin. So yeah, I'll back up there. I'll go Stroud as well. And finally, the the match around, and this one's the one I'm talking up. I've been talking to the boys from both sides, and it's Saturday at four o'clock at Learmonth Oval, or as, or as I'm calling it, the Duck Pond. The battle for Broadmeadow, Hamilton versus Katara, the Ducks. Oh. Uh, now, they've guaranteed me they'll either win the game or they'll win the boat race and probably both, so I like it. I yeah. like their confidence. Katara fresh off the bye. Uh, mate, a man like you with uh, your your known social etiquette, surely you'd be all about the Ducks. I, I wouldn't be surprised oh, to see you mate, strapping up as a um, as the 21st man just sitting on the bench and drinking on the bench. Yeah, it's such a funny one because me, me dad's an old man, dude. Your liver, your, your liver's probably saying the bears. But yeah, <laughs> be head and be heart, be, 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 it's great to see, and it's good to see, as you say, a bit more of that social culture, and that they're not, you know, it's not, it's not in the shadows. They're getting it right out there. As I said, make sure you get on anyone that's listening. In. Have a, check out their Facebook page. I put up a couple of episodes of Ducks TV and any of the other teams too that are, you know, that are doing anything like that. Let us know. We'll give you a plug and. Anyone that wants to be involved in the podcast, we're certainly happy to have you know anyone on. I mean, geez, I'm allowed to host it, so anyone can join us. Uh, but uh, mate, that 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 is that is all she wrote for tonight's episode. I do appreciate you and your insight into a lot of that Newcastle rugby league stuff, mate. That you've got a good feel for and know a lot of. We'll hopefully uh, catch you later in the year, mate. I'm sure we'll see you down at uh, you'll be down on the hill at uh, St John on Saturday, will you? A uh, Sunday, sorry. Yeah, I'll get down for a bit, mate. I'm working a couple of hours, but I do want to get down to uh, watch the wood go out the business. It's going to be Definitely weird, not being a part of it, but um, yeah, never get there and, uh, and get one of the for sure. But thanks for having me on, mate. I've uh, very much enjoyed it. We could, uh, could be catching up again until three, and might be back, uh, maybe back anytime. Yeah, no worries at all, mate. We, uh, we'll definitely get you back. I might, have, might have been uh, deploy you if you're out at some games, might even deploy you with some roving reporting to grab a couple of little interviews when you're available. So we appreciate it. As long as I can do it, as long as I can do it, it's a hard truck, I'm happy to. Oh, mate, I'd be disappointed if you weren't. Uh, <laughs> Just, 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 just know that there's, there's um, no money in the budget for um, corporate credit cards to pay for those beers. All right. That's fine. That's fine. I've got plenty of money in the budget. Yeah, I was going to say your, your old man Rowan, Rowan, he's got plenty of money. He's a school teacher at SFX. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all 
Uh, all right, mate. Well, thank you very much. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure to check out all of our social media channels, Lead Castle AU on Facebook and Twitter. Um, get involved with conversations. Feel free to heckle myself or Bluey. We've got pretty thick skins. We've been to Curry. Uh, and we'll catch everyone next week. Thanks, Blue. Thank you, guys.